Hello, everyone, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 13 of the Manly Hanley Podcast. This is the podcast with no limits on what we'll cover. I'm your host, Randy. Have a beer, sit back, and relax. This episode was recorded on Sunday, June 21st, 2020. Kill the music! Wait, I'm yelling at myself. I have to kill the music, right? Oh, yeah. Cool. So, anyways, uh, this is a really quick episode, like I have said before, since season one, episode one, probably. But this really is because I did not come up with anything or do much research on this one. I gotta be straight up and honest with you today. I slacked. Um, but this is just off the top of my head. And next week's episode will be a little less off the top of my head. Um, I'm even thinking of it ahead of time. It's about buying a bed online because that's the way to do it nowadays. So next week, if you're looking shopping for beds, that'll be a good episode for you to check out. I've, I've done my research on beds with my many years of back problems. And, um, I think I could help somebody, some people save time and money on a bed. Yeah. I bought Tempur-Pedic. I bought quite a few. So next week, that'll be the episode more than likely. I, I have, it kind of scripted out a little bit. So, uh, this week is just how to ways to learn online, just ways I've been doing it lately. Anyways, that I don't know, maybe somebody would be interested in trying it out. Um, so it's more or less is online learning as good as in person is what it comes down to. I mean, a lot of people already know more about this than I do. And that is going to be online college that I am not a pro and I don't, it was just kind of coming out when I was in college, in community college, like right out of high school, they started kind of talking about that, like in the late nineties into the two thousands. I think that's when I started seeing, um, community, at least like Macomb community college and, you know, places introducing, what was it like, like chalkboard or whiteboard.com or something like that. That was like just coming out. So it wasn't a thing really, but now it's everywhere. Right. And especially in these times where, everybody's, you know, probably had to learn online. I know some family has had, you know, do a lot of their classes online. So it's, it's, I mean, I didn't think that would ever happen when I was in high school, even though we had the internet. But um, in my personal experience with learning online, it depends on the area of study. Obviously, if I, if my family doctor learned online, I would, I would get out of there. But it just depends on what area you're going to learn, right? Um, So, some things do require hands-on. Um, and mainly what I'm going to focus on, this might you know, not apply to a lot of people listening today, but it's going to be like maybe like music lessons, for example. I've, I've taught music lessons for close to 12 years, and you know, I, I, I don't do that now, but I, I stopped a few years back. But something like that, in my opinion, I do write, you know, the whole too long didn't read version is, I think it is better in person. I do. If you can go to a music store and you have that opportunity, do it. Uh, if you're going to, you know, learn something like that, I think it is better hands-on. Can it be done online? Heck yes. There's websites like Dromeo.com. There's online guitar lesson websites everywhere. Um, but it's just like, yeah, if, if you don't have the ability or a music store near you, then maybe that online that version is, is great. And maybe I'm a little bit biased. I have friends and lots of friends that are in the music industry, I guess, some friends that own a music store. But I've, I've also learned that way and I've learned online. And I think it is better in the music store environment where somebody can watch over you and focus with you and correct you on the spot. I kind of think of it as comparing to like a private college versus a, 
you know, a college where you got, I don't know. Yeah, I guess like, like, a, yeah, a big university. It, it tends to cost a lot more if you go to like a real small private college, right? Smaller class sizes, but you get the, supposedly you get the uh, more direct uh, interaction, right? So that's kind of how I think of drum lessons when I, when I, you know, if you're looking at a one-on-one lesson, you're going to pay 30 bucks for a half hour, 50 bucks for a half hour. I don't know what they charge nowadays, but, um, but you got to be ready and you got to be able to challenge your teacher and keep them busy because they're going to give you harder stuff to work on. And that's how you get better. And they monitor your progress. So anyways, lately, uh, lately, recently I had something really cool, like an opportunity pop up online and, one of the best drummers in the world, in my opinion, of all time, Mike Mangini, he's the drummer for Dream Theater. It's a band of virtuosos, basically, like insanely talented band. He's the drummer for that band. Um, you know, when, when they're not doing tours, obviously, especially right now, a lot of musicians are touring. These famous drummers, I mean, aside from making extra income, uh, are giving the opportunity to teach people because they want to share what they have. I mean, they could obviously be doing studio work, right? But they're doing the online lessons and that's an amazing opportunity because the only other time I've had a chance to interact with famous musicians and learn from them is when they came to a music store and did a clinic, but they were, you know, they're busy. They're in town. They're with their rep from like the music company and they just got to get their stuff out and get to the airport and leave. But once in a while they might do a lesson when they stop by and that's pretty sweet. And that, I mean, you might pay 200 bucks for, for an hour, you know, so, but because this people, these, I mean, their time is valuable and they got to, you know, do what they're there to do, I guess. But anyways, um, there's now that zoom and all that stuff's exploded during the pandemic there, there have been online lessons popping up everywhere. And this can be for anybody beginner. Um, this might be the chance just to try it because I've actually had the, uh, a chance to try it last week and I'm doing another lesson with, uh, Mike Mangini and, I mean, look him up. I mean, just look at, even if you're not a drummer, watch videos of this guy playing. You'll, you'll just be like, yeah, this guy's amazing. <laughs> you don't even have to know anything about drums. And he's a freak of nature. Uh, not just like, not just good, <laughs> but he's doing lessons and he has a camera set up on his drum set with a perfect view of what he's doing. Similar to what you see in a music classroom when you're sitting next to somebody, they have their drum set, you have your student drum set and you're learning right there. It's, it was just like that. And I think what you need to do, though, if you're going to try this is have some things ready that you're going to ask, because if you're not in the same room with them and you're not getting that direct one on one contact, this is your chance to if you're going to ask them a question out of the 15 other people that are in the class with you, which in this case is what I was in, you're ready to give them a good question because, you know, if you're just like, what do you do here? If you're just like, how, how do you play so fast with your feet you know, or just something like that? That's not really useful. And that's your only one question you get to ask because the other 15 people are going to ask the questions you would be able to ask if you were one-on-one where you could just direct fire questions like I used to to my drum teacher. And that's why I still think one-on-one drum learning, if you have the opportunity and you know, and you're, you're close to a music store is you're going to get, you're going to learn a lot quicker that way. But so if you're ready and uh, you're ready to challenge your teacher and online and you can, you know, kind of have it planned out where you know you're going to be engaged it can really really be worth it now these other people that were in the lesson had webcams just like me just just a regular webcam laptop webcam whatever and you don't have to play your drum set you can sit here with drumsticks like i did have my drumsticks on the desk and he would count and you would play along with him now there's challenges over the internet that you don't have in person and that's latency so you have a, a sound delay and when you're working with milliseconds in music every millisecond counts like if you're clicking your sticks 
and you see you've seen the news right where you watch somebody talking and there's that delay and they went oh yeah okay and they respond and they just like a conference call where you don't want to talk over somebody there is that so really it's more like you take turns so play this for me okay i'll sit and watch and then he would watch you play something and it's crazy because this is like one of the greatest drummers of all time watching you play and correcting what he thinks might he sees anyways over the camera i mean just a webcam he could do it he could see what i was playing and it worked and that was pretty awesome um so i mean 150 bucks a pop but it's a three-hour session with 15 people so anyways if anybody's interested in learning something like that first off i'll get that out of the way the music check out um you know, I think it's Groove. I know the drum one that I looked at. It's called GrooveMasters.com, and they got like Dave Weckle. I think I don't know if he's still doing sessions on there. Dave Weckle is also one of the greatest drummers of all time. I'm not just saying that because it's my opinion. Like these are people you can refer to by their first or last name, and in drumming, and drummers know who the, who you're talking about. So like across the world, you could say, "Oh yeah, Weckle." Everybody knows who Dave Weckle is. So it's 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 just crazy that that in these times. I mean, I would never imagine this would happen. Um, and I've only come into contact with like a few famous drummers just through the music store where they're busy doing a clinic. It's not like I'm just like, you know, backstage jamming with these guys or like some of these drummers, these are world-class. So, um, that's really cool. If you, if you can look up and see if there's any lessons, that's a way to make some contact and learn some stuff really quick. And again, just write down what you want to learn if, um, you know, or see if it's right for you. That's a good way to do it too. But anyways, um, I'm going to focus more towards technology now and just kind of things that I've done to learn online because this this episode might not apply to a lot of people that aren't working in any tech-related jobs, per se, or music, um, because, like, the, uh, obviously I'm covering just mainly music and tech today, but um, because I don't know what, <laughs> if, there's, if there's an online platform that you can go to learn to be a nurse on. I don't know if that's safe. I can't recommend any of that kind of stuff. Uh, um, oh, yeah, go online to this website and you could be a doctor in two years. I no, this is nothing, nothing like that kind of education, a formal, that's an education where you need to go to a specialized institution to learn. But, uh, this is more like, uh, so some computer stuff that you can learn online, for example, yes, you can go to YouTube and learn stuff about computers. If you find the right channel in the, in the, in the best efficient content out there, I still think it's better to pay for something. Um, maybe CBT nuggets is one that, um, a few different employees that I, players that I've had over the last 10 years, I don't know how long CB talk, it's been around at least seven years, I think. Um, they would buy a subscription and you would share it with. Um, so first thing, check with your employer if they have, and it doesn't have to be necessarily technology, technology. It can be like Photoshop courses and stuff like that. A lot of these subscription services like lynda.com, L-Y-N-D-A.com or um, CBT Nuggets. That's C, B, T, and then nuggets, like chicken nuggets. Probably why I signed up. It sounded like chicken nuggets. And you can, if your employer is paying for a plan, a lot of your colleagues, I don't know if you can still do this, you can maybe share your login and just say, hey, I'm going to do this Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I'm going to log in and, and learn stuff. Don't boot me out, man. Can I use it those days? Sure, cool. You use it these days. And um, a lot of employers might have something like that, or you can ask them to pay for it because you're bettering yourself and you're val- making yourself more valuable to your company. At least try it. Even if you don't use it, your employer, it's worth them to pay for it to get anyone to use it. So you can go on these sites and there's tons of courses. And then from there, what I did, I didn't pay for CBT Nuggets. I was lucky. I was fortunate that my employer did. And when I think it was around the time Windows 10 came out, 
I was like, yeah, I forgot about the CBT nugget things. What's Windows 10 like? It was it was new at the time. It was like 2014 or 15. And I just logged in and learned Windows 10. They, they, they already, these people get the content a little bit ahead of time, you know, from, from Microsoft or whatever, I guess. And maybe when it's in beta or release candidate versions and they learn it and teach it. And I learned Windows 10. I got a head start. I'm a big Windows 10 user now. <laughs> Never thought I would be a Windows 10 fan, I guess, but that's just an example there. And lynda.com is, uh, I think right now they're actually offering a one month trial. So if you still have some downtime, you know, maybe you're collecting unemployment. Um, I, I hope, I hope not everybody's in that position, but just giving you some ideas, uh, you can sign up for that site. And I think it, when I went to lynda.com, I was shocked. It says now from LinkedIn. So I apparently LinkedIn, I guess maybe bought them. Not hundred percent sure on that, but lynda.com. I mean, you can learn photography, web development. Here, I'll switch over to my screen. And um, and you can see here on my... Uh, actually, let's do picture in picture so I can... How did I mess this up? Yeah, see, I've only do this once a week, so forget how to do it. Like, once the next week gets here. But um, yeah, lynda.com is pretty cool. Um, I, I think I tried it a long time ago. But it still looks like it's kicking. And... Um, you can learn SQL programming. I mean, that's cool. So I would try a free one like this first and see if you're able to learn this way. If you're if you're able to stay engaged, that's the big thing with online learning. Is yeah, is there that engagement? Can they capture capture your attention and keep you focused? It's not necessarily like that where you have your instructor there being like, "Hey, man, you messed up." Like so, that's kind of like where I think online learning could be a little, in my opinion. But I'm not experienced at um, learning in a classroom environment. So online, but. Um, you can go to YouTube though, if, if you're still like, you know, once you do your month trial, say you can go over to YouTube and just see if that stuff exists, um, on, uh, well, besides all these ads and whatever on, on YouTube, <laughs> look, look past all that and maybe look for one of these courses. I know there's tons of Python courses on YouTube, um, and you can download, you know, it's, it, you can, you can start programming for free. You don't need this expensive setup. You can do it on any basic computer and learn Python. And that's a valuable, that's a good language to know. I think it's kind of still pretty popular. It's been around since at least the 90s or earlier, maybe. It's a, it's a fairly aged, uh, matured programming language or scripting language, I don't, whatever you want to call it. But um, yeah, Python, I guess it's a scripting language more so maybe. But Python is, uh, is a great one to learn so if you're, you know, for computing. Web development, of course, I don't, I don't know. In my opinion, web development was huge when I was getting out of high school. And it was like, oh, I'm going to go to school to be a web developer. Kind of glad I didn't nowadays. I mean, I don't, it, it's so advanced now, but it's like, in some ways, you don't need to know how to code. <laughs> There's Wix and all those other websites. But if you're really, really deep in that stuff, it's very valuable to know, like um, building like e-commerce and like like more advanced stuff than just like, oh, here's an image on a website. It's not like that anymore. It's a little deeper. So this is where it would be good to browse a site like Linda where they have a big offering. And then the other thing is that the CBT nuggets that I mentioned, there's there's instructors on here that you you kind of grow to to be familiar with. And one of those instructors is Keith Barker. He's a he's a really popular one. I don't know if he's still on there now, but that's the instructor I um watched his videos more or less. But this guy knows his stuff like Cisco and like any kind of networking related stuff. Oh my god, the guy's just like insanely smart like and um but you can go on youtube and type in his name now and he's he's adding some of his own free courses on there for his viewers on there now it's not as focused i mean it is but it's not as is uh 
curated like it is on CBT. I mean, he makes these videos professionally for them and, and it's exclusive content. And But if you follow him on YouTube, you learn a lot from this guy just listening to him talk about tech and you know, what areas are valuable to be in. It's very confusing in technology. Um, you know, you don't, it's one of those fields where you're like, oh, are we going to be replaced by robots? <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things in technology. You don't know if you're going to need somebody to do it anymore, but we always are going to need people to program the uh, automation, right? And the, the AI, I guess. So it's always valuable to learn programming. So that's something I wish I'd done more of, and I think I actually might learn some more programming and get back into it. I was doing some C++ intro stuff, in co- like a few courses in college, and it never stuck with me. I didn't, I wasn't like that into it, but when you can create something um, and sell it, sell an idea, you're always inventing. So that's that's where wealth comes from, I think, is like the, you know, not just, not just wealth, but just value, I guess, is just creating stuff. Um, programming languages that's like you're an inventor to me and it's stuff that us normal computer users that are just end users can't do so we ask for it and we pay for it i buy programs all the time (laughs) um some programmers could just whip up the program and make it themselves you know so that's all i really have today but um maybe i'll add one more area is the uh another one that i've been kind of looking at i haven't done it and it's online virtual workout classes so another thing you might want to do with your workplace is check out if they offer a um discount to multiple gyms for instance i forgot what the one's called that i have and i've been paying for it activeandfit.com now some workplaces join that it's like a a, a collective I don't know, agreement between all these different gyms. And like, for instance, if you, if your employer signs up with them or they have a deal with them, you could pay like 30 bucks a month and then, but you can go to like LA fitness signature clubs too, even the L which is that costs 40 or 50 bucks a month by itself. Um, any, anytime fitness that's I think 40 bucks a month. I don't know what the rate is anymore, but, um, I think, um, like like real gyms like weightlifting gyms <laughs> like like golds or i don't know like just the actual like weightlifting gyms not like treadmill gyms they got those too so that's pretty cool if i was a weightlifter <laughs> i maybe i would try that I don't, so you know that's just something to look at but they have these virtual workout classes when you know especially since all the gyms were closed and you couldn't go anywhere during the pandemic um They've organized all this, these, I mean, cause you're still paying your subscription. You need to get something out of it. Right. So that's kind of cool. They have the instructors online showing you what to do and maybe feel a little less pressure, um, you know, or intimidated by people that are really good at stuff, you know, all these maybe yoga moves or something. I don't know. So that's another thing. Um, see if your employer has that because, um, not all employers announce it. They didn't really promote it at my workplace. And I checked, I just like, I think I asked somebody in HR, this is a couple years ago, and I just signed up for it. I was like, well, that's a killer deal anyways. I want to get it started. And I've had this membership going for years and um, used it a few times, but it's still way cheaper than paying for one gym when you can go to multiple for a less month, uh, a lower monthly payment than the actual one gym membership itself. So again, see if you have that because a lot of uh, employers might want you to stay healthy and well, they're going to promote things that keep you healthy. Then you're going to do better on your, you know, yearly fitness test if they have something like that or your, uh, I don't know if they have like a BMI test or something at work every year where you got to get 50 points and a lot of places do that. It's becoming more normal, it seems. 
I've seen it at least a couple workplaces. So with that, thank you everyone for listening. If you're a new listener to the Manly Hanley podcast, we would love to hear from you. Visit our website at randyhanley.com and leave a comment. While you're there, be sure to subscribe to the newsletter. Follow Randrums on Twitter and like the Manly Hanley podcast Facebook page. Pretty please. Pretty please. That one's the most important. I don't care about Twitter. Twitter's a cesspool. So, yeah, follow me on uh, Facebook, though. That would be be cool. And the website, the newsletter, I always tell people this. I do not email ever, maybe once a month. So it's not going to blow up your inbox, I promise. You hear that from me? Thanks a lot for, for listening. Thanks for watching. Have a great weekend. And happy Father's Day to all you fathers out there. 